0: This episode contains discussion of sexual assault and harassment, so please be advised.
1: Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney! Mr. Feeney! How's it going? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm well so you're
0: tired. three days, away, three days so away, away, so away, from getting married. I'm that's so tired. So
1: exciting though. Yeah it is. Are just... you guys like done with everything? Now you're just paying things off and I mean, hoping that paid, everything goes everything's... well. Everything's...
0: Yeah, I mean it's all done theoretically, and yet I'm still managing to like sweat everything. Yeah, so, um, that's, that's gonna be like that. What sucks is I built like a hexagonal wedding arbor mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. So like I got these, I got plans from Etsy to build it and mm-hmm. make the plans myself, and got my wood. They wouldn't cut the angles on it, though, at the Crafty Beaver. they um, <laughs> What a
1: name. That's
0: the hardware store I went to. <laughs> it's a great hardware store, and they'll cut your wood, but they won't, won't cut angular cuts. It's fine. I took it over to my buddy's house, who has a backyard and a miter saw, and I cut all my angles. And nice. then I went to my other friend's backyard area to assemble it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, great! I need to put this together. One to make sure, (laughs) yeah, to make sure it works that it works. And I did in fact cut these pieces correctly. Yep. And two, I need to stain it, and Mm -hmm. I can't really stain it disassembled because I need like a big area to lay it all out, stain it, let it dry for five hours, step it over, stain it again. Like so, it was like, great, assemble it. Well, it's like a Friday during the day. Everyone's at work. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm gonna do this by myself. That sucks. Mm -hmm. And like this thing, I'm gonna show you the picture of this thing. Yeah, I want to see it. This is that's before, so fun. This I is love before it was stained.
1: <gasps> that's so cool. So it's
0: a stained, much darker shade now. S-
1: if you don't want to keep it, you should sell that after. I have would
0: no interest in keeping absolutely it. Absolutely buy that. Um, well, I mean, it's not the s- easiest thing to assemble by yourself. It took me... Oh, that's a good six hours uh but that was ah. that was not it shouldn't have taken six hours i had to go to the hardware store twice in the middle of it and i had to like stop and start over twice and i mm-hmm. was working on like uneven ground by myself and had like no saw horses to like elevate this thing so like it should assemble in like an hour if you've got like a flat surface and yep. two pairs of two you know two people
1: <laughs> yep. that's um, fair that's fair but
0: instead it was me putting it together and i had to go to the hardware store twice and i start over and like move everything and it was a pain in the ass took like six hours and then Jay and I took it apart after we stained mm-hmm. it so I could bring it to the venue. Mm-hmm. It took like 10 minutes. <laughs> like <laughs> Isn't that always how it is? It zipped apart in like 10 minutes yep. and I was like man that's yep. depressing. <laughs> yeah. And then the plan with our venue they had told us like hey you can come drop off decor yeah Wednesday so yesterday. Okay. And I was like great I'm bringing this mm-hmm. can I build it Wednesday uh-huh. and store it till Sunday and they were like yeah, but I did not send them a picture. Uh, oh! <laughs> and then we got there yesterday, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you can't build that today. We can't store it till Sunday. We have an event Saturday, so you'll have to come in first thing Sunday morning." <laughs> oh
1: my god! And that's got to be so early because I'm sure your day starts at like eight, nine Hilarious. to get ready. Eight or
0: nine. I'll be up at six. <laughs> six? Oh my god! Sarah's day starts her hair and oh, makeup. She starts like- Five. Well, her hair and makeup starts, I think, at six thirty.
1: What inspired you to make your own arbor?
0: Uh, hubris. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidity. Just, <you> know, I, <laughs> I absolutely can do attitude. It was I. I don't know, honestly. I could have just paid someone to do it. To do it, or to, to
1: or just paid for
0: an. Because here's the thing, you know, like at the end of all of this, I've spent. 70 Mm dollars on materials Mm -hmm. and that doesn't even factor my own time Mm -hmm. that i have put into it you know like just purely on materials it was like 50 dollars worth of lumber and then some hardware and brackets and things like that and stain and everything at the end of the day is like 70 dollars (laughs) i could have just spent like a hundred (laughs) dollars to have a rental company come and do it That's exactly right yeah so hubris is the answer yeah
1: (laughs) but then you can't stand in front of everyone and be like i made this i don't need to honestly they'll be like if if anyone needs to say anything (laughs) speak now or forever hold your peace and you're like i'm not objecting i just want everyone to know That I made this. I built this. Just look at it. But then it's
0: going to fall apart before the end of the day or something. Everyone's going to be like, okay, well, good to know. (laughs) That's fair. What are we talking about?
1: Oh, it's the Feeney Call. (laughs) In case you, this is not the wedding podcast. Don't worry. No. You're in the right place. Which For the Feeney I
0: watched them both. I just...
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite episode. Season oh, six, it's episode Stuart. seven. Everybody loves Stuart.
0: Yeah. Not to be confused with everybody Chris Rocks. Raymond. Oh, that everybody too. Everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Or everybody loves Ray Raymond. Romano. Everybody loves <laughs> Raymond.
1: And of course, Fred Savage is in this one. Ben Savage's brother. There are a couple moments where I could definitely like see. I'm like, oh yeah, they're definitely brothers. There's mm-hmm. some moments though where I really can't. It's very interesting. They're, no. they're almost like, they're almost like fraternal twins. Yeah. I know that Fred is older. Right? right. I think like two years, something like that. But, oh, yeah. um, my fun fact for the day is Eric says that his middle name is Randall and they're like, fuck you talking about? The reason he says that is he, it's an ode to Betsy Randall, of course, who uh, plays his mother. Cute. So yeah. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I was like. I, I truly didn't think about it either because mm-hmm. you brought up the middle name thing a while ago and so I was like oh yeah this scene and I kind of like didn't tune it out but necessarily but I knew what was going to happen so I was uh-huh. my attention was there yeah and then I was like looking up I was reading about the episode and I was like oh yeah he says it's right Ra- wait a second
0: mm-hmm. it's Bet- it's, it's Betsy, Betsy Randall oh yep. that's nice yeah <sighs> is it Who's oh, on the recap? No, it's, it's you. me! It's your going ep- butcher it's my favorite episode! Honest, you're, you should be able to do it. It's I mean, fine. It's just, There's no B-plot.
1: That's true. Thank
0: God. It's all one. Oh, one.
1: why did I open my camera? Interesting. What does that <laughs> say about me? Okay. Um. Okay, here we go. Oh, oh, oh. Deep breaths. Three, two, one. There's a new professor at school. His name is Stuart. Everyone adores him because he treats them like equals, but he favors Topanga specifically and wants to talk about a paper that she wrote. He comes into her dorm room and hits on her, makes her uncomfortable. She tells Corey. Corey confronts Stewart. He uh, beats him up, and then Stuart threatens to get him. Well, no, he hits him. <laughs> but he threatens to get him kicked out of college. They take it to um, Dean Bolander, and she basically kind of lets Stewart walk because there's not enough evidence, but she does say, Damn it. He does beat him We'll never up. know. He doesn't push him up. He just him. pushes him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, He walks up and he's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to push him. (laughs) I'm going to push him. I'm going to push him. (laughs) Too strong. (laughs) I, oh my God. It's a great bit. It is a great bit. That was good. That was good. Bringing it all back around. Always comes back to John Mulaney. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Everything in life.
0: Yeah. He does push him.
1: He does. What do we learn?
0: What do we learn here?
1: Believe women. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you should start. I did the... that's what i learned i learned
0: believe women i love for you to uh extrapolate no um what did i learn it's an interesting episode i mean Mm -hmm. yes obviously it's we we learned to not we learned to believe women but (laughs) (laughs) by the end of this episode we have solved i finally learned (laughs) Yes. we've solved this episode single-handedly <laughs> solves sexism yep. and sexual assault yep. and uh harassment for sure can I, you tell
1: looking at the world around us yeah
0: it's all everything this is the singular moment in yeah. which nothing ever happened again yep what i learned in this episode is that i'm gonna try to focus in on this whole like idea at the end where Feeny's like you're not children mm-hmm. anymore and mm-hmm. we can't you know that 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 bit is where i'm gonna sure. choose to kind of try to in from and so I what I think it is is more to the point of like um this kind of shit is always happening Mm -hmm. and there's just kind of a point at which you begin to notice and that that's different for other people right yes um but yeah that's kind of what the the growing up is like when you really start to take stock and notice these sort of things Mm -hmm. um yeah, and so that that's that's my like takeaway, I guess, is yeah. that at some point you will become a little more aware of the world around you and that it's not sunshine and rainbows. Would you say that you meet oh. the world? This is where they meet the world. They met, <laughs> this is the episode. This is the episode where they met that's it. the world. Now it's past tense. The world. Yeah, now it's, now, everything from here everything on everything is boy met not, world. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I kinda think it's it's I mean. Mm. It's about growing up and realizing that there are bad actors in the (laughs) world. Not acting, act, you know what I meant. Yes. Bad people. Yes. I suppose. <laughs> Stewart. I was sucks. just like, if
1: you are implying that Fred no, Savage is bad in this no, episode, no, no, you are no, grossly no, no. overstepping. Fred your
0: Savage does his job well. Stewart Oh my god,
1: he's so good. When,
0: when Corey says later on, Ooh. when he says he said that he was gonna uh, keep on hitting on her and he was never gonna stop, and there's nothing I could do, and I'm like, we don't see him say that, but it like, mm-hmm. you know, that is presumed to be a fact, and yes. that is why, right? What a gross thing like to admit ima- yeah. to say to, someone. to, say to <laughs> like, someone,
1: especially as someone in authority. Right, like, he, like oh, I'm gonna ugh. keep hitting
0: on her and you can't do anything about it. Like what the fuck, what kind of sadistic asshole. Oh
1: my god, what a some, gross human. I feel like there are a couple moments over the course of the show that I feel like viscerally it just it it takes over my whole body when he sits down on the bed and like grabs her her hand hand. and then does the hair thing I I I started to cry I was just like I I know this episode definitely has
0: gotten more upsetting as I've gotten older.
1: oh my god it's so I mean it's why it's my favorite it's because it's like so I don't know it shines a light on so many things about like I feel like so far the problems that we've been with is like, Oh, he kissed another girl. And like, ah, and like, yes, Turner gets in the motorcycle accident. The cult thing happens. But like now we're into problems that like feel a little more real and rooted in reality. Now that they're becoming adults and they are meeting the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, it's, I just feel it on a, on a deeper level now mm-hmm. which is why I love it so much and yeah. it's it's incredibly relatable it's incredibly important and the thing that I love the most about this episode is no one ever accuses Topanga of like well why did you have your door open mm-hmm. why did except for Stuart of Stewart, course because he's trying right. to manipulate the situation but Feeney's not like why did you have your door open why why were you like why mm-hmm. did you let him in he's right. always like you should not have been there you are the problem yeah. like it's it's so That's true it it's is so good. It is well in handled. That.
0: It's never it's nothing is Topanga's fault at all. It's no. not even not no part of no. it is ever pushed onto her other than Correct. by Stuart, right? Other, yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Other than, yeah, of course, Stuart trying to twist the situation around. Mm-hmm. And I love that about this episode. I and I think again, it's kind of rooted in a place of reality where at the end Dean Bolander is like, I'm going to find out. It's left very vague. Yeah. There is no real sense of justice necessarily. Right. And that's reality. You right. know? There's there is no there's no justice in the world. Yeah,
0: well at the end of the day, this this professor I it's I think it's safe to assume Stuart's not a tenured professor. No. Uh given how young he is. He probably doesn't have tenure. But on the flip side of that, there's not enough here mm-hmm. to like suspend or fire him mm-hmm. either. It would definitely be like, All right, well I'm gonna have to watch you a little bit. Yeah. This is I don't know how I feel about this, but I can't do anything else. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which sucks, but it does. But again, accurate, I suppose. Yeah. That feels
1: real to me, more right. real than, of course. Um, like I had a friend who was caught hit on profusely by a professor when we were in college, mm-hmm. and. Um, at, at the end of the day, like he didn't really tell, it didn't bother him enough to a point where he like felt that he needed to tell anybody, but like it was, it was something that was prevalent throughout all of, all of college. And he was just like, it's, it's truly a, a, he said, he said in this situation, right. like it's this is a young
0: gay man being hit on by a male mm-hmm. gay professor. Yes. Yeah. That and, shit happens in theater departments. Yeah. It's too
1: much. Too much. <laughs> and so it was, it's one of those things where it's like super upsetting to hear about, but he he was like, who, who, who is right. going to, it's him, his word against mine at this yeah. point. I don't, I don't. And, and that, honestly, the fact that Topanga said anything at all, again, a lot of people will get into this situation and they'll be like, I can't say anything. I can't tell anybody. They'll feel embarrassed. They'll feel, you know, and Topanga... The good thing that Topanga does is feels comfortable, or I should say the good thing about Topanga and Corey's relationship is that she feels comfortable enough to open up to him and tell him this. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it didn't get wrapped, like, over... What what am I looking for? Didn't get swept under
0: the rug. Right. Well, you know what's what's interesting about this episode is it's easy to think this hearing Mm -hmm. happens because stewart hits on topanga but that's not the mm-hmm. hearing the hearing is because Corey hits stewart yeah and like at the start of this hearing the precedent is such that we're here because Corey hits stewart
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then they reveal to d do that it's because he har- know, sexually harassed her
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's something interesting about the fact that that conversation with topanga approaches stewart and is like lay off you know back off of Corey, or i'm gonna tell yeah I don't, I, I understand that, but I don't like that because it's like, she's using it like a bargaining chip when it should have been like, Hey, I've reported you for harassment immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and yeah, I'm, no, I'm not, it's... again, I'm not trying to say like Topanga's fault or yeah, anything. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I'm just saying that like something about that scene, I guess I, it, it plays, it makes sense. You know, she's wrestling with this mm-hmm. and feels uncomfortable with this and doesn't know what to do with this. Yeah. It's all new. I totally get all that. Um, I just wish someone would have said... I, I wish, I don't know, I wish instead of Corey going to talk to Stuart, it was like Topanga told Corey and Angela, and Corey and Angela were like, hey, oh, we should Ty. go to student affairs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and report this teacher for harassing you. And then the hearing would have been we're here because there's a report against this man for harassing this student.
1: I wonder why they made that decision now that that you that's a good point that you made. I wonder why they made the decision to have it be like Corey takes it into his own hands. He hits Stuart and right. That's what instead
0: of like going to report. Yes. Is it
1: like, yeah. oh, we know that if she goes and reports it, they're going to be like, well, we don't know. You said. Yeah. And so it's like a, something else has to happen. Interesting. Well, something I, else has to happen in order for the hearing to happen because her word alone uh-huh. versus Stuart's is not enough.
0: Well, and here's the thing, right? When Corey approaches Stuart about it initially, he approaches him, I don't know, skeptical?
1: Sure. Right? He just, approaches just him like. It's like there was a miscommunication. Right. Like
0: he approaches yeah. him like, hey, I think that mm-hmm. you and Topanga had something weird going to happen here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we can clear it out. Instead yeah. of approaching him like, hey, man, what, uh, the, fuck? what the hell is going on <laughs> here? yeah. You know, like, he approaches with this sense of, like, hey, I'm sure you can clear this up for me. Yes. Uh, which I also don't love. No. <laughs> you know? I also don't love that it. it's like, hey, listen, I think uh, we got a little bit of an issue here, but I, I bet it's fine. I bet it's all cool. Yeah. Um, dinner on Friday, right? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, know? exactly.
1: <laughs> it's very much giving the abuser the benefit of the doubt. Yeah.
0: Job. Yeah. He's definitely... Get- and then, like, it clearly <laughs> takes its turn. Escalates. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. It's there. There's some interesting choices mm-hmm. that I think I didn't really think about as much. I guess in my memory of this episode, it was more like Stuart hits on penga and then there's the hearing. Uh-huh. And like, I know Corey hits him, but it was like, I don't know, just like the sequence of like, oh, well, it's not reported and it's used as like leverage and these like pieces yeah. of, of difference in there. Just kind of interesting structure. Yeah. Very
1: interesting structure. hmm God, this is why we got to get one of the writers on the show. I would love to talk to them about their decision to write this episode this way. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting. Yeah. What is it also, what is the deal with the free will on this show? Everyone there, I feel like we've had so many episodes about free will. Oh, let's
0: dial it back. What, what is he a professor of? Is he a philosophy I professor? I guess. <laughs> yes. yes. And they're all in like some sort of Western Philosophy. He feels like a philosophy professor. Uh, You mean an asshole. Yes, that's exactly right. Pretentious. Right, you mean a a pretentious asshole whose only possible career path is lecturing undergrads Mm -hmm. about the concept of free thinking, which once upon a time was very appealing to me and I was an asshole. So, yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, like. <laughs>
0: speaking as someone listen. who was, who was all wrapped up in that. Yep. Uh, yeah.
1: We all knew that guy in college. Right. It's so okay. I'm
0: sure he's, this is like, you know, a, a philosophy 101 class, which is interesting because Sean in high school took
1: took that back. philosophy
0: class. <laughs> inadvertently. Did
1: he, did he go to Pembroke I believe it that? was
0: at Pembroke that he, that he was doing that at. Um,
1: maybe that professor retired.
0: Los angela's dad. So. Well that's true. He got he's in the military. Yeah, he, he had to yeah, go overseas. Um, oh, no. So I don't know. So it was like Stewart's like a fucking philosophy professor and we're having this like fucking free will versus uh predestined fate mm-hmm. argument which I have my own issues with because this this fucking Argument about the bus hitting Corey and everything. I'm like, go to hell.
1: Yeah, right? Put
0: your fucking bullshit thought experiment away, all right? The bus doesn't hit him anyway if he doesn't leave the house, okay? Exactly. The the bus doesn't drive through (laughs) the wall and hit him anyway, all right? Yeah, like what you did was say, I hear all your logic, but fuck that. And you created unreal... Scenarios yes. Yeah. to exactly. support your thesis mm-hmm. anyway so I have issues with that if I were in that class I would have been like fuck you man that's ah, bullshit I wonder
1: well and that's kind of funny because I feel like his classroom would promote a place of that but seeing how manipulative he yeah, is he's
0: so manipulative. you don't
1: want to you, you don't want to stand you, or say your piece because you it's going to get twisted back around and somehow right. you're going to be the idiot.
0: That's the thing. He doesn't want someone to call him on his fate, no. fate thing at the end. He doesn't want anyone to do that because he's going to make you the fool. Yes, he's, exactly. He's going to try and make it sound like you're an unintelligent 18-year-old who needs to learn mm-hmm. from his wise 27-year-old ass. Yeah, um, which is
1: so funny to me because honestly, he would be a better cult leader than Mr. Mack.
0: That's true. He would be a, a very charismatic young cult mm-hmm. leader. Also, who approved this class size? I people stand in? I, there's people standing. There's people sitting, the, on the sitting on the floor. I think it's supposed
1: to imply like ever Even if you're not in his class, you still want to come here as lectures and oh, have debate. And so off. I know it's the <laughs> most ridiculous thing. but I, yeah, it's just it's great. But yeah, I noted. I made a note about that because I'm like we always talk about free will on this show. Yeah, that's like a constant. So much- What's the deal with that? free
0: will. And was that
1: like the big philosophy thing in the 90s? I mean, Everyone was like, let's explore free will. It still is,
0: I think. It's I mean, good, it's anytime, anytime you're going to write about like a philosophy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, I don't know, like a Western philosophy writing is always going to start there because we have so much like religion versus yeah, blah, 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 true. blah. Stupid. <laughs> Eastern philosophy is so much more interesting. Uh, <laughs> Fair. You're not wrong. Western philosophy is like... You get to choose what you do or not. Eastern philosophy is like, does the universe care what yes, you do? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Oh, it's so much better. Um, so, yeah, his class is a piece of shit. Fuck Stuart. Truly. <laughs> I love no how one's much... learning anything in there. No.
1: It's just all one big debate and like one big, I don't know. Uh, it's basically like a glorified cafeteria. Oh, it's so funny. Also something that stuck out in my brain. Corey walks in to Topanga's room afterwards, or when Stuart is there and he says, If I wasn't such a trusting boyfriend, I was like, bitch, what did we go through last
0: episode? You don't Are trust you fucking shit. kidding me? you, you don't, don't trust, trust shit. shit. <laughs> you're not,
1: I was so mad. You're
0: not fucking trusting at all.
1: I was so mad. He always says shit like that and I'm just like, do You do you have any do you have any self awareness? Right. Any self awareness? Yeah. No.
0: No, he does not.
1: But yeah, it's just such a I don't, I just, oh God, I love every, every moment of this episode is so, even Eric's like stupid shit. I'm just like, he does it so well. It makes sense. He knows. I know. He does it so well. He's so seamless in it Mm -hmm. that it's so, that it's believable. Like to an extent, obviously you have to, um, uh, suspend your disbelief a little bit because he's just so goofy to a point where no person could ever be like that. But the like he's walking in and he's got the people's court music playing and They're he's doomed. so oh it's
0: it's the best I love it it's so
1: and he does it in such a way where it's believable like Feeny he's and Feeny funny and Feeny, and Feeny, and
0: Feeny and Eric but yes. mostly Feeny <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> I great. love it.
0: that's a blast I think um I love it let's talk Feeny Bowender and all okay that, all yeah, that, yeah. right so. So they, we see them coming in to get coffee together and is all like weird and, and fidgety about <laughs> all of this. And what I think is actually an interesting piece, like, yeah, it's kind of played for laughs. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's also funny because like the two of them are married in real life. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But what I think is interesting is that he as a professor is so strongly avoidant and adverse to any possible like unseemliness. Mm-hmm. Even the thought of Dean Bolander purchasing a, a coffee is inappropriate yeah you know like he is he is so strict on like a professional scale amongst colleagues and students that he won't even like acquiesce to that and i think that's something that like is not really like that the points between feeney and stewart are highlighted later in the episode but like even from the get-go there the writing is trying to highlight that like feeney is so professional in his demeanor Mm -hmm. uh and that is a huge part of what separates him Mm -hmm. from from stewart And also there's this whole thing about like, you know, Stuart treats us like equals. Finney teaches us like, listen, students and professors are not equals. No. (laughs) They're not on the
1: same level. It
0: shouldn't be treated like equals. I'm not saying like you should create a grossly unfair power dynamic and be a dick about it. But that's, that, that relationship is inherently mm -hmm. not designed to be equal. A student can't necessarily learn from no. the professor to the best of their abilities. If like... The if professor doesn't know
1: more than... Right.
0: You know, like my professor and I shouldn't be equals. No. <laughs> should be... Uh, superior is not like the word mm-hmm. I want to use, but they should... I mean, their no, knowledge, the, their ability yeah. should be superior. <laughs>
1: they're the ones who studied. I... Uh, So when people come in to take lesson dance lessons for me, I, the first, one of the first things that I do is give them a demonstration of like, this is what the foxtrot looks like. So a lot of people just don't know Mm -hmm. afterwards. They're always like clapping. They're like, that was so good. And i be, and I always tell them, well, wouldn't you be a little concerned if it wasn't like you would be concerned (laughs) if you came in to learn from someone and they showed you that they are a subpar instructor. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to show you that I'm a good instructor, and I want to show you what the style looks like. Mm-hmm. And I think Stuart is losing that a little bit, because he want, he has all the style, but like the substance there...
0: He's not teaching them shit. No, Must he's not teaching there's no, anything. There's no citing of, of studies no. or uh, philosophers This is like
1: a hacky sack group outside on the lawn. It's like everyone's a
0: little high and like shooting the shit about what the world and the universe might be like. Like nobody, there's no academic citation happening here. It's like, hey, I don't know, write your paper about like what you think about free will. Uh, Well, and
1: it's interesting (laughs) to me that he says... These papers are bad. I'm like, maybe they're bad because you didn't. Doesn't teach that reflect them poorly anything. on exactly. you? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, if they're all, if like one person has a bad paper, then right. like, fine, go talk to that person, see what's up. Yeah. Because they're all bad, that reflects on you, my guy. There like, was
0: we had this professor who, um, no, I, I this is complicated. He's dead. <laughs> oh uh, no! He died. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's okay. Uh, he was our theater history professor, and I really liked him, mm-hmm. and I thought he was actually like a really. Like, he knows everything. He's very exceptional and knows a lot about it. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, most theater students in, like, the, I don't know, theater history was the course that, like, most theater students struggled and, like, failed, basically. Yeah. Right? Well, he did, he, I don't know, he had this weird, got this weird enjoyment out of coming over to my directing professor's office after midterms and, like, sharing the, the abysmal grading pool with her. And, and like she always hated it she mm-hmm. was like please don't like i'm, I'm don't not excited that so many no. of your students <laughs> why yeah. are
1: you getting off and so like this was like the on. weird
0: thing largely speaking i think he was like such an academic and such like and a good professor and whatnot mm-hmm. but at the same time he got like a weird delight in sharing these poor grades maybe That's where i was yeah it's like a weird dynamic and uh so i was always like I, that i always felt this way i'm like if you have a gross number of students that are doing poorly then that's you're doing poorly you the professor you the teacher are failing if your students are Are failing failing. to perform Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right like if you're doing your job then they should show up and do well
1: (laughs) and you can't just say over and over because something that he says twice in this episode is this isn't high school anymore like okay that's fine (laughs) but also you because it's not high school anymore you need to teach them at a college level and like i don't know there's it's it does it reflects poorly on him
0: there's more academic study of philosophy in the good place than there is in <laughs> <this classroom>. yes <laughs> <laughs> that's very true
1: well who's your mvp
0: i do not know okay. um do you want me to go first no let me think okay <laughs> no, no, let me think. no it's it's Is it Topanga? Is it Corey? It's not Sean. Mm-mm. It's not Angela. Eric's fun, but it's not him. Mm. It's not Feeny. Is it Feeny? I don't know. Is it Dean Bolander? Maybe it's Dean Bolander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll That's give it. Mine. T- we'll give it to Dean Bolander. I think I'll, like run it all through. Yeah, gonna, yeah. yeah. It was That's real, fair. real time working uh, it out. You
1: could honestly <laughs> battle for a couple people in this episode. I
0: uh-huh. think. Honestly, the reason I I'm not gonna go Corey Topanga is because like. I don't know. They kind of like, yeah, this mess happens. And like, I don't, don't know that, I don't know. They try. They do what they can, I guess. But like, it's still kind of a mess. Yeah.
1: We, you touched on it before. I think their situation, it was handled okay. Yeah. It wasn't ideal, but Mm -hmm. it was handled the way that, I don't know, 19 year olds would handle a situation like that, I guess. Yeah. It, again, feels rooted in the reality of what I think the situation would actually kind of be like other than Corey pushing it. Maybe, maybe that could actually be. A boyfriend gets mad and goes in and confronts the professor who the professor has set up this, we're on an equal plane, the whole ideal. And so then Corey feels comfortable enough to push him. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's Stuart's fault that Corey pushed him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's, it's the same... It's bringing, tying in like the whole Feeney thing, Corey would never to Feeney.
0: Yeah. He would never raise a hand. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, it's ingrained in him because he respects Feeney as, as an authority figure. Right. He doesn't necessarily see Stuart. None of them see Stuart as like an authority figure. Yeah. So Corey reacts how he would a friend or colleague as opposed to how he would react to Feeney, right. or really any, or Dean Bolander, mm-hmm. or even Turner. I would go so far as to say he would not push Turner or lay hands on Turner.
0: Yeah, there's a weird. This episode really is kind of, I guess, about power dynamics in so mm-hmm. many ways. And Stuart has this position of power, and it plays with it, manipulates into this like into this thought of equal, equality amongst mm-hmm. it, but like is really not interested in that with his students at all. Mm-hmm. Is purely interested in using his position of power to almost like bring himself to them Mm -hmm. but then to like wield power over it that's exactly right it's weird he keeps on playing between it and I mean, he knows what he's doing from the get go. So oh my I'm going to feel about it. He arrives in her dorm with only her paper. It's mm-hmm. not like I was in the neighborhood with a stack of papers. Let's look exactly. at yours. It was like, I'm here and I only have your paper.
1: And this, the way that he skates through this so smoothly mm-hmm. tells it's me it's not his first time. Yeah, he's done it this to another is student. This not his first time. Mm-hmm. And who knows? It could have gone farther the first time, which is why he feels comfortable enough to tell Corey, I'm not going to stop. Right. So
0: he's definitely gotten away with this before. Oh, it makes me, already, it makes me so
1: like I feel like I'm getting a little emotional now. It it's is so upsetting. It is very upsetting, it and sucks. it's very real
0: that there is this like uh, attractive young professor mm-hmm. who like deals with attractive young undergrads, and also like in a class that's like I don't know. I guess philosophy is sexy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we um, like
1: I don't know. There's a level when you're. When you're young, there's a level of pretension that can be attractive. It can, it, 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 toes the line and it depends on the person. But like,
0: if I were in this class right now, I'd be like, oh, fuck off, man. Yeah, exactly. Like that's how I would feel in this lecture. But yeah, at 18, I'd be like, yeah, rad. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's talk about it. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. And that bus won't fucking hit me. And like, you Mm -hmm. know, I'd be, I would have been into it, I guess. But right now, if I walked in that classroom and like overheard that lecture, I'd be like, go to hell. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Life is messy. Really... Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> it's all part of the growing up process. Um, but yeah, it's th- that. I mean, oh, God, it's just my favorite episode. I think every moment has something. Other than the Rachel shit, that stuff is stupid. We, they they don't need that. We could have the entire episode without that scene where Rachel goes oh over like, and, like go sits flaunt down with, him, and flirt and, with yeah. him. Yeah,
0: I know it started. And I was like, ugh.
1: That's the only scene that I'm <laughs> like we could take. We could truly lift this out, and it would still be a perfect episode. Uh-huh. They were just trying to lighten the mood for a second. Well, they had to lighten it up. Stuff. There
0: was not a lot of comedy in this episode, otherwise. No. Um, Which
1: I'm actually okay with, be- and I think to your point, I think a lot of the the more serious moments come from the better actors like yeah. and not to say ben savage is not a good actor but you don't like it when ben savage gets serious i don't like there's his not seriousness. a lot of seriousness from ben savage in this episode right and which i think is why it makes it such a standout serious episode because it's like feeney and dean bolander and fred savage and topanga yeah like these they, they and even better. a little bit of Ryder because yeah. when Ryder gets flustered over like he keeps asking and he's like feeney i'm so sorry like i know watching riders like That's moment. His little heart. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. That is a very good bit when he's like getting questioned and he's like, yeah, that's true, but I didn't, but I
1: don't. Yeah. uh, Oh, and Stuart's whole, like, thank you. Like to cut people off. off.
0: Like, "Mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah. God.
1: He's so good. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Did you watch the chair?
1: No, I yeah. haven't yet.
0: That's good. It's I enjoyed it a lot.
1: But you know what I did star? start only murders. We can talk about that oh, later. Oh, a blast. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about so
0: later. We, Sarah and I watched the chair, and it takes place like in a university mm-hmm. setting, and it's not. It doesn't quite revolve around like a uh, sexual harassment scandal. Yeah. But there is like the hot, cool professor that like everybody wants to like be in his class kind of thing. Yeah. The mm-hmm. point is, there's this like also this like young, you know, eighteen, nineteen year old undergrad who's yeah. like interested in him. Uh, and they like play this whole little dance along the way here, mm-hmm. and and he is so um once like it becomes clear, he's like, no, you have to get away from me, yeah, <laughs> not be anywhere near me. I am already in so much shit. Get away, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so like scared of getting into anything with her, which is honestly, when I think about if I were a professor, the second like a undergrad approached me and it felt anything short of mm-hmm. like I would yep. be so scared I'd be like yep.
1: get out get out I'd
0: be like get I'd be like you come stand over here too and watch this whole I change. know right like <laughs> I'm gonna just
1: turn my phone on record this conversation right, I'm just no like, big deal stand if, over if, here. if two of
0: us are alone I'm gonna just like record the <laughs> whole thing
1: <laughs> there so it's scarier for women obviously because we're you know we are statistically right the ones that are going to be murdered because of whatever sure but I can't imagine that would be a little, that'd there's, be daunting as a person of power, right. as a man in power in a, but not so power, like not so powerful that you are right. infallible, right. which there is a level of that, right. there's a level of
0: like untouchability. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But in Stuart's position, he's not untouchable.
0: No. No, there's this scene in, in the chair where he's like in his office and this girl comes in and like the door's open. And she walks in and he's like, Oh, hi. And she like shuts the door. And he's like, No, no, don't. Please no, no, it. Can we just get out? like opens the door. And he's like in the hallway, like, get Someone, out. like, come in here. <laughs> uh, just, just
1: go stand in the hallway, like, Yes, you can stay in there if you want, but I'm going to talk to you out here. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> um Which obviously I'm not out here like, Oh, these poor men and their reputation no. getting ruined. That's not my goal here. I'm no. just saying that like there is such a especially like in academia Mm -hmm. and like this type of power dynamic setting where it's, you know, in this particular show, than the chair where this particular professor really does not like, he's not interested in her. She is pursuing him and he has to sit here and be like, no, 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 you absolutely cannot be doing like this. Now, like there's plenty of instances where like Stuart here in this, and obviously is like a different story, but um, you know, if it were flipped where like, a young, attractive student Mm -hmm. were, like, going to the professor and coming on to them. Yeah. Uh, And the professor, I don't know, you know, it'd be so so quick to turn on that. I do think this episode will play out differently 20 years in the future. Sure. Because what I think would happen now, if this, let's, like, lift the plot of this episode and put it in 2021. Okay. Then what I think happens is a very public social media campaign about Stuart and his harassing tendencies. Some other women come forward forward and say like, Oh yeah, he came over to me. Right. You know, and that whole thing with him. And then Stuart gets like taken down a lot harder by the university. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think that's a product of progressive Mm -hmm. vocal conversation, progressive conversation and, uh, and like social media,
1: And I think it is, um, his, his placement in power there. It's because Stuart is in a, a, he's on a pedestal that is easy, easy to be pushed off of as opposed to someone even higher in in
0: power. I like to believe that Stuart is fired by the end of the semester. I would like to uh, think so too. I
1: wish that we had some, like a little button in the next episode or something, or even it's like the end of the season or something. I just want... But that's, that's how it is. Yeah. That's how it is in life. We am going to choose
0: to believe he's fired yes. and unable to get another job at a university. it would be great. Uh, there's no criminal charges of any kind. Of course not. That feels fair, but he's not, not able to get a professor job anymore
1: mm-hmm.
0: and has to. But see, then here's the shitty thing. After that, then what he does is he goes and writes a book. Oh, yeah. And just makes a shit ton of money on a yep. book deal. It's about true. how he was... Becomes uh-huh. like a public speaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At like... Aggressive alt right campaign mm-hmm. rallies. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> right. Where he like doesn't believe it, but like wants the money and is like,
1: Oh my god, yeah. Ugh. He's just a manipulative. I mean, he's definitely I was on like the a, spectrum. Imagining of
0: like a better. <laughs> I was like trying to imagine a better future, and then like no, it's, in, it's sad. In imagining it, I was like, oh, but he comes out on top still. Exactly. Damn it. <laughs>
1: exactly. Ugh. Unless Gross. he does it to the wrong person at the wrong time in the and g- takes it truly really like oh so far over the line the line is dot to you then maybe there is more justice but in the event that it's just Topanga and maybe like one or two other girls who never decided to speak up yeah then yeah that I think you're I think you're not wrong in that but he's definitely on the spectrum of psychopathy for sure for sure maybe so how you say that word psychopathy
0: Really? yeah say sociocopathy after that um Socio, wouldn't you say sociopathy? Sociopathic? I don't know. Sociopathy. Sociopathy. Is I that... say
1: sociopathy and psychopathy.
0: Psychopathy. So soci, say it again. Sociopathy. 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 See, I don't know. Like weirdly, psych- psychopathy and sociopathy. I don't know.
1: Makes sense to you?
0: Those kind of make sense to me. But I'm I also, sure there's no wrong. I also feel like I don't know. Maybe I don't use them with like. He you say Ming's,
1: he's a sociopath or, a or th- he
0: has like sociopathic tendencies oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. psychopathic mm-hmm. tendencies would be like maybe what mm-hmm. i like i've never i feel like i've never said that word with like <laughs> t-h-y yeah at the end instead of like i see
1: i can't damn it i was gonna look it up i don't have uh internet on my I, don't, laptop I mean anymore. now
0: i'm i mean i'll look it up real fast yeah uh, i
1: wanna i'm now i want to know because if i'm saying it wrong i want to be obviously i want to know how to correctly say it but i i have always said uh because I've looked at it and been like sociopathy and I've been like I don't like the way that that rolls off the tongue
0: sure let's see what it says
1: psychopathy
0: oh okay there you go psychopathy now I want to know about the, the sociopath one. yeah sociopathy sociopathy <laughs> sure sound, as
1: in social. sociopathy so- I like, like sociopathy s- <laughs> whatever I don't know about that close one close enough yeah that You're one's right a little that one's sketchy though. but anyway <laughs> Anyway, I I I love the fact that I asked you who the MVP was right around like thirty. I know, it was minutes like minutes. it's like twenty minutes. <laughs> in, of additional chat, which is great. I lo- honestly, I feel like the MVP is usually where we wrap things up, but lately we've been like extending after because yeah. it makes us think of something else and something else. So this is, uh, listen, this yeah. show has no structure.
0: Dean Bowinder pulls through. She does. She, she hears really it all does. out. She says, mm, "Gotta let you go." Twenty-four hours. Yep. You. Mm, I don't Mm know. She lets like a big finger wag. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) An old school, old lady finger wag. It's a
0: big like tilt of the head, hand, one fist on the hip. Mm, I don't know. (laughs) She Mm -hmm. aggressively wag. It's like a big foam finger. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: but it's not like a number one fan type thing. Right. It's like like a a big question
0: mark. Yeah. Suspect.
1: The foam finger of condescension. (laughs) That's what.
0: Oh, geez. That's what we're looking at.
1: All right. You can find us on the things. You can find us on uh, Instagram at the Feeney Call Podcast and at Feeney Call on Twitter and Facebook. Send us an email, Feeney Call Podcast at Gmail. And also leave us a voicemail if you'd like to hear your voice on the show. If you're tired of hearing our voices, which I hope you're not. Because we're going to be back at you next week with uh, more Employment's World stuff. So thank you for listening.
0: It's true. Oh, my turn. (laughs) And as always, class dismissed.